0: Bobber and blah Welcome to Season 2 of the Cafe Nervosa Podcast. I'm Taryn. And I'm Lauren. We're two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast, we're going through the show season by season, and we're talking about specific topics as we go.
1: We will lovingly dissect the episodes and plots, share many clips featuring our favorite jokes, and gush over Roz and Lilith. In this episode, we're talking about how the show portrays people of color. And for season two, that means lamenting the lack of meaningful characters and celebrating the few
0: that are here. So, have your waitress bring you your Zimbabwe decaf milk, no cinnamon in sight, and snag your regular or backup regular table at Cafe Nervosa as we talk about season two of Frasier.
1: Before we get into the topic, here's a refresher on season two of Frasier. Recall that at this point, Frasier is settled into his life in Seattle and that his hair is still being worn in that hideous skullet. In season two, Frasier's main relationships are with Madeline Marshall, whom he takes to Bora Bora, and Dr. Honey Snow, the self-help book author.
0: Niles and Maris are together, but Niles suspects Maris of having an affair with her Bavarian fencing teacher. Daphne has long curly hair and bangs and not much other story. Martin has to get any neutered because he's a responsible pet owner. And Roz is winning at life with huge 90s hair by being a great radio producer and by having the sex life she chooses without apology. It's
1: disclaimer time. We want to be careful to point out that we are two white women. Hi, white person. Hi. And we do not wish to speak for any other group. We're choosing to critique the episode about how it portrays people of color because it's a systemic problem and calling attention to it and calling it out is totally the right thing to do. My approach here was to document every single time a person of color appeared on the show. I call this my diversity rundown. So as I watch the season, I take note of all of the performers of color I see. It's not a complete science and there, especially in season two, there are some big crowd scenes that there's a good chance I've missed someone in the background or they appeared twice and I counted them twice because they moved around in the shot or something like that. So it's not a complete perfect science. So in season one, I found that a person of color appeared in just 11 of the 24 total episodes and that there were around 26 people who appeared throughout the whole first season. We have a teeny tiny improvement in season two in that A Person of Color appears in 14 of the 24 episodes. That's good. Over the halfway mark. Over halfway. Should be 100%. It
0: but sure should be, but... That's okay. Yeah.
1: And weirdly, I counted the exact same number of times A Person of Color appeared on screen during the show, which was 26 again. That's very strange. It is strange. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening. Um, In season two, though, only five of these people had speaking roles. I think it was 10 in season one. Boo, indeed. Um, That's a big bummer. The show does not do very well at representing people of color and giving them meaningful story, um, giving them a chance to speak, but I did bring a clip of one time where this happens. Uh, this is the great Luck Hari, who plays the one of the regular servers at Café Nervosa.
0: Can I help you, sir? Oh,
2: yes, yes. Sir. What are your specials today?
0: Kenyan blend?
2: No, 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 no. no. Still poaching elephants over there. Uh, got something else?
0: Dark roast Brazilian.
2: Not until they do something about the loss of our rainforests.
0: Salvadoran?
2: No, I've never forgiven them for their human rights violations.
0: Well, then we're down to the Hawaiian Kona blend, or have they slaughtered too many macadamia nuts?
2: (laughs) That'll be fine. Thank you.
1: So, Fraser is right to be concerned with all of those social issues, Um, but he doesn't change his life in any meaningful way. He just harasses the server and annoys her and slows down her day. (laughs) So I like that she gets to roll her eyes right at his privilege.
0: And... Yeah, it's, it's great when she gets to sort of assert that she's a person to him. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about the person of color who has the most lines this season. Mm-hmm. That is Artie Walsh. Uh, he is Martin's former partner on the force. What is great about this is that he is a black man and it is never mentioned. This is awesome for several reasons, and I wanted to touch on them. Uh, I have a clip from the episode where they're starting to reconnect because in this episode, it, it comes out that they had a grudge years ago and have been estranged since.
2: <laughs> Anyways, nice of you to come back. And I know it's not easy, especially for someone as stubborn as you are. Me stubborn? Hey, listen, pal, I'm not the one who always has to have the last... Now you're right, Artie. I am stubborn. And it wasn't easy. Thanks, Martin. Listen, uh, Artie and I have a couple of things to talk about. So, you oh. know, if, you, uh, if you'll you just wait outside, it'll be a lot easier. No problem, Dad. Anything I could say right now would just be irrelevant. One thing you learn as a therapist is once things are working well between people, that anything else you can say would just be <laughs> <unnecessary>. <laughs>
0: In this clip, you can hear the very close, sort of familial relationship that these two men have with each other. They, they relied on each other to stay safe in a very dangerous job for many, many years, and they just spent a lot of time together. This is important because it shows that Martin, who comes from an older generation and could have easily been portrayed as a racist or a bigot, he's not. He he loves this man. He's very, very close to this this man. Mm-hmm. And this is a really progressive thing that the show is doing in the 90s. N- not to say everyone in the 90s was a racist. But, but to a, ca- a lot of people. But a lot of people were. <laughs> and are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not that much has changed.
0: No. But to show Martin so close to... A person of color, and who for many years closely relied on him. It's great, and it they just never make a, any deal about it. So, great job show. Absolutely, great job show. Other than Artie, there are unfortunately not a lot of speaking roles, as you mentioned, Lauren.
1: Yeah, uh, I wanted to call out three actors in particular who do get extended lines and small arcs. Um, So the first is Irene Olga Lopez, who plays Marta. She is involved in the An Affair to Forget episode. We learned that Marta speaks German and has a whole past and backstory. She's at least bilingual. She also does sort of speak English. So
0: she's learning at the
1: very least. Yeah, she speaks more English than I do Japanese, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Then we have Lincoln Kilpatrick, who plays Artie Walsh. You just heard him in Taryn's clip there. Uh, He gets a full episode, basically. Uh Great. Great. Let's do more of that show in the past. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they'll go back and do more
0: for me? (laughs) I think they'll edit some in. (laughs) Great.
1: Um, And then there's Charlene Woodard, who plays Arlene. Uh, Arlene is the cab driver who has a baby at the beginning of the episode called Flower Child. Here is a clip of Charlene.
2: Not really. Uh, but you got some pretty good stories, though. You guys ever
1: hear of a woman having a baby in a cab?
2: Oh, oh yeah, that's it's a classic. A We've all heard that one. Yeah. Why did that happen in this cab? No,
1: I think it's about to.
2: You're pregnant. Yes. Ow. Oh. Huh. Oh, well, don't panic. Huh. This. It may just be false labor. Ah, uh, my water just broke. Ah, uh, I'm sitting here in a puddle of water. Captain. Uh, Captain. <laughs>
1: So Charlene Woodard is great. She actually has had quite a career in television since. She's been in lots of episodes of lots of different things. Oh awesome. Including a recurring role on Law and Order S V U Yes. As Sister Peg, I assume a nun of some sort. Amazing. Yeah, watch for that in your many watchings. I will. <laughs> I wonder when. I wonder too, I can't remember. Oh, I'm I'm gonna go search it out. <laughs> Um, but you can hear it. I mean, that's kind of the best clip we could find that wasn't of Artie speaking, where a person of color has a significant interaction with the main cast. Um, so it's a little bit sad. There's not that much there.
0: Yeah. This season was much more disappointing than I was hoping. Mm-hmm. But on the good side, we had two collars of color this season that's a big improvement from last season is it not yes there were a bagel bagel last time that means zero for no those collars who don't play sports yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know it was a sports <laughs> thing i don't know if
1: it is <laughs> i don't know if everyone knows that bagel means yeah. it. it means zero guys
0: uh yeah so two uh collars were people of color alfrey woodard The great Elfrey Woodard. The great. And Rosie Perez. That's amazing. So that's awesome. It should be way more, but (laughs) it's something. It it was zero before, so we're happy with two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a clip of Elfrey Woodard's call.
2: We have Edna online, too. She's a receptionist at a pest control company, and she's feeling depressed. Hello, Edna. I'm listening. Hello, Dr. Crane. I've been working in pest control for 15 years. I go in every day, answer the same calls,
1: ask the same questions. What kind of bugs are they? Have you seen any droppings? Then I go to the next person. What kind of bugs are
2: they? Have you seen any droppings? I'm a psychiatrist. I I can sense where this is going. You know, even the most interesting of lives can become routine. What you need to do is shake up your world. Find a, a new boyfriend, a new job, a new city even. You mean move? Well, certainly there are a lot easier places to cheer up than this dreary, soggy old city of ours. <laughs> you know some Dr. Crane, you're right. I don't have to stay here. When you think about it, there's a whole world of vermin out there. <laughs> Very eloquently put, Edna. Thank you for your call.
1: Oh, she's great. Yeah. That's something, at least. Yeah. So we like to keep the show positive, but we are stretching for positive things to talk about because there is just so little representation in this season. So one teeny tiny thing that I was pleasantly surprised at is that in the episode, The Club, that's where Fraser and Niles are both campaigning to be accepted into this elite white men's club in Seattle. Nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. Yep in the club when they are in the space there are two women of color in the room, which, shocking to me That's insane That's a revolution, essentially Yeah um, And also there is an Asian man who works at the radio station I didn't expect to see that, so that was great
0: It's positive It's small
1: positives, yep. for sure
0: <laughs> Similarly, I was pleasantly surprised to see people of color in the background of scenes where it made perfect sense to see them. Like in the background of the hospital scenes, you can see Filipino nurses, which is accurate and reflects the real world. And there's a black gentleman who is the luggage porter in Bora Bora. He even has a line. Outstanding.
1: (laughs) Moderate outstanding. Medium outstanding. outstanding. (laughs) Low bar, barely cleared. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Our next segment is 1990s nonsense, where we discuss aspects of the show that have not aged as well as others. Reminder, it has been 25 years since the show premiered, and a lot has changed.
1: In addition to all the nonsense we have been hinting at, Mm -hmm. there's also some very white nonsense in season two, uh, which comes when... Frazier and Niles decide to buy a restaurant, even though they have zero experience in the service industry, in food service. They have no experience. All they have is money mm-hmm. and whiteness. So they buy a restaurant and open it up. And even though they have full time jobs, although as we know, Frazier worked. <laughs> Fraser does work three hours a day. <laughs> but they have jobs and lives and to assume that it takes no effort to open a restaurant and they it immediately fails and we don't ever get the sense that they have been financially ruined by this decision hope mm-hmm. it's all nonsense
0: there's also a weird joke in that episode where they're talking about how there's a really important table and it has it includes like the head of immigration or something like that and all of the kitchen staff leave mm. suggesting that uh, undocumented workers yeah and that they were gonna turn them in or something yeah, it's awful there it's just yeah uh, a not great place to make a joke mm-hmm.
1: uh taryn what nonsense do you bring
0: i wanted to mention that most of the people of color are in the service industry, mm-hmm. it, in this season, we have a cab driver, servers, the maid, some background nurses—not the speaking nurses, just the background <laughs> ones. Yeah, <laughs> um, love to see them in some some other jobs. Absolutely.
1: Turning back to things we love about the show, it's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the second
0: season. Taryn, what is your pick? Again, to to repeat ourselves there are not many great episodes for people of color so i'm gonna go with the the one bearing a grudge mm-hmm. lauren what's yours yeah it's that same one mm-hmm. bearing a grudge that is the one you to watch <laughs> it's a it's a lovely episode it's good yep and like martin episodes are great mm-hmm. and Artie is a lovely addition to martin's life
1: yeah and Props to Lincoln Kilpatrick, who totally holds his own against Marty being, like, a blustery old crotchety guy. Like, yeah.
0: He, he's great in it. Yeah. It's a good episode. Totally. Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. Check out our other episodes. They're in Apple Podcasts and on Google Play and on our website at podcast.com. On our website, I make recaps for each of our podcast episodes, including links, some awesome GIFs, and other observations, including how many times we mention Lilith. Don't think the count's very high this episode. No, but that's appropriate because she is white. Extremely
1: white. (laughs) (laughs) Please also go right now and follow us on Instagram. We're at Café Nervosa Pod. We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music and we would love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the Niles to your Frasier or the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa.
0: We like to end every episode with clips of our favorite jokes from this season based on our theme. Laura, give it to us. All you need to know
1: here is that Marty and Artie haven't yet overcome their differences
2: not enough oh we don't want to talk well it's too bad you never took a bullet it might have improved you just be glad you didn't take it in the butt it could have caused brain damage
0: taryn hit me with your best shot all you need to know here is that rosie perez is calling
2: hello you're on the line with fraser crane i'm listening
1: hi dr crane um my name is francesca and i'm calling about my boyfriend well, he says he loves me, but I just can't get over this fear that I'm going to come home one day and he's not going to be there. I, I don't know. It probably stems from my childhood when my father
2: left us. Oh, Francesca, you are suffering from a fear of abandonment, but trust me, I'm here for you. Thank you, Dr. Crane. Mm. I'm always so afraid
1: that people I count on will just disappear and I'll be left with... <laughs>
2: Sorry.